0: Listeners, welcome into Me Me Me, Made Me, In Me, Keith and Scraft Collective and this is number 12. Today I thought I would talk about a North Ronaldsea handbag that I made. North Ronaldsea is the most northerly Orkney Island. Orkney is made up of a few islands, say a few, it's about 10. And they have a sort of Orkney mainland and then various islands dotted around. And there's a quite a good ferry system that you can pop about, you can go, go to the Orkney mainland for your whatevers. And then if you need to come over to the Scottish mainland, you would come from there. So one day when the children were much smaller, we went for a trip over to Kirkwall. And in Kirkwell, I went into Judith Glue and bought some North Ronaldsey wool. North Ronaldsay is quite famous for having these little sheepies. And these are quite old-fashioned sheepies. They've partly been about from the Neolo- Neolithic time. So that's quite a lineage. And they've got short-tailed. And they pretty much survived by eating seaweed. And the reason that this came about in the 1830s or so, a 13-mile dike. Stone-like wall was built around the island, so that tells you how small the island is, to keep the sheep from eating all the grass, because the laird at the time thought that cattle were a bit more profitable than the sheep. However, the sheepies went, we're not having that. Let's see what's about, poor sheepies, and they went off and decided that seaweed is where they would put their little munchy teeth into, and since then they have survived on eating the dulse and other seaweed that comes up and they go on low tide and then they come back in when it's high tide. And I really feel for these poor bees when it's winter if they haven't got a wall to shelter behind. But I suppose that they follow, um, the, they get away from the, the wind direction somewhere on the island. It's just a bit of a hike if <laughs> you have to go all the way around the other island to get rid of the wind. And then all the way around the island again to get rid of the other one. I've never been to uh, wait North Ronaldsay, but I have been to Westray, which it's it's sort of neighbouring island, and I kind of get a feel of what it's like. The sheep themselves they get sheared, and then they get put into the mill, which has been put in, or back again. And North Wallonstein Mill can be, is quite famous for doing small batches of different types of yarn. And um, I bought a hank of iron weight yarn, which it was about 140 grams ish, more or less. And I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with it because I knew I didn't have enough money to buy a jumper's worth. I don't know why I didn't make a hat. But what I did in the end was I made a handbag, and it's a sort of cream coloured, so basically it goes with everything. And on, I've made two panels, and the squares or rectangles are twenty six by twenty two on both sides. And then I knitted a long strip, and this is seven, seven centimetres by seventy three centimetres, and it goes as a gusset in between the front and the back, and it was sewn on round so then it created a bit of depth for the inside of the bag now at the time I had been collecting little bits of fabric from what was Elizabeth's fabric shop in Thurso and at the bottom of the stairs they used to put bits and pieces that they couldn't sell but felt like a waste to just throw them out so you would get sample books there and occasionally I'd see a little bit of fabric and think, oh, that's nice. And because I was kind of and a bit of fabric, doing textile artists and quilting, I decided that I would put together a quilted or piece together a bit of fabric from all these tiny squares. <laughs> it seemed like a really good idea at the time. I just wanted to sew. I just wanted to make something, listeners. My mum looked at me and went, hmm... <laughs> She knew, but there's no telling me. So then I put them all together and sewed them. And then I used this fabric on the inside as the lining. I had gotten a long strip of um, probably plastic leather, um, faux leather. And this was a bag handle that my mum had, or it was a belt or something like that. And I sewed it in at the ends and I had sewn in the um, inlining in the inside and then whip stitched it over with Invisible thread. And I used this back for quite a while when I had a magnetic clip because um, you know I like them because it makes a good noise. Uh, inside just to sort of keep the front and the back together because there wasn't an awful lot of structure to the bag and it would gate open quite a bit. So it was never meant to be a very, very fancy bag but I was very, very proud of it and I used it for a long time. And then the lining started coming to bits and it needed a good wash. So in the end, I took it two bits and decided that the lining was used. And then I had some other curtain fabric a sample book and I have taken out. And it's quite a, a sort of nice thick cottony linen fabric, and it's in a teal color. And then I put a pocket in it, and I've used it as the inner lining of the bag. I must have washed it and depilled it, and then put it back together. And it's sitting upstairs, and I'm not quite sure why I've got it up here. I think it was because when I started working, I needed a what I thought was a more professional bag but it's almost like a little briefcase bag that I've got because it gets all my stuff in my coffee and my purse and my stuff for work so this is sort of sat upstairs and I thought I needed to do some mending on it and I actually don't when I was looking at it I know I'm looking in my handbag that I haven't touched since I started working three years ago and I'm like I wonder if there's any money in it (laughs) there's not but there are bits and pieces in there that's kind of remembering me from before pandemic days. So coming on to the actual panel knitting, on both sides, they both have stories. The I'm going to say front and back just for purposes, but it really doesn't make much difference. The front has a one, two, three, four, five crossed cable pattern in the middle. And the reason that I did this was because I was making a cardigan at the time and it had this cable running up the side of it and I wasn't actually sure how to do it at the time. So I thought, well, I'll do it as a sample and uh, try and work it out. So I did with a little help from a fellow knitter and um, then I sort of learned how to cable properly. And then um I put some garter stitch either side of it and the panel is a twenty-six by twenty-two on one side. And then on the other side I wanted it a little bit more simple and it is the wick stitch which gives a diagonal um triangular triangle textured stitches. So um it's all the same colour but um you're changing from pearl to pl- uh, plain and um, back again, knit and pearl and you get this lovely triangular effect and it's supposed to be like the flagstones or the fish scales in Wick. I can never remember what the crack is about that and Wick being in caveness. So I liked this bag because it was a memory of being over and having a nice day out in Orkney and also learning a new sample stitch on the front with a cable and then putting this lovely wick stitch on the back because i'm from wick and um i really like this handbag so i might start using it again i quite like it when you find something like that like you've made and you're oh hello how are you i'm sorry i've neglected you for a little while but there's still plenty of use out of you this wool is soft at the same time as being really sturdy there's a bit of pilling in it but it's certainly uh it's not what i'd expect quite a harsh sheepy breed that lives on the atlantic north sea um shore to be so if you were looking to make a nice sturdy cozy garment of some kind or a handbag that lasted quite a long time um, then certainly look up North Ronaldsey Yarns they have their own website but you can get it from other places as well so that is my North Ronaldsey bag